Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. The recent uh, record heat and bushfires in Australia have been unprecedented in terms of the scale and the intensity. Joining us on the line now uh, from Australia is Jason Dacey, of course, the former host of this show and also a journalist, and he is tracking those fires for us uh, and the heat wave down in Australia. Jason, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Glenn, from a very hot and uh, very disturbed Australia with a catastrophic fire danger surrounding the biggest city, Sydney, and fires burning in Victoria, the state of Victoria, where Melbourne is, and also in Queensland. And, of course, there was devastation yesterday on Friday in South Australia. The temperature currently in Sydney is 36 degrees Celsius. The top today is 42 degrees Celsius. And we've seen a record-breaking week in terms of temperature, the highest ever Average temperature around Australia was set on Tuesday, and then it was broken again on Wednesday. And uh, the mercury hitting 41.9 degrees Celsius. That was the average maximum temperature around Australia. Can you believe it? Jason, this is just unreal. I mean, you know, the temperatures, uh, the Weather Bureau, I read some places, you know, some, some 16 degrees higher than normal. And I had read also someplace, a place called Birdsville in Queensland, notched a 47 degrees, 47.7 degrees. Yes, that was uh, Birdsville in Queensland. I'm actually talking to you from Brisbane, uh, which is the biggest city of Queensland. That was on Wednesday, yeah. 47.7. And remember, we just started summer here. Summer began on December the 1st. Right. And we've had fires across Australia for two and a half to three months. And we're not even in the hottest part of the year. And the most embarrassing thing for the Australia Prime Minister, who hails from Sydney, that's Scott Morrison, he is not, you know, we're in Canberra or working on a, a, a solution to the fires. He is on vacation in Hawaii at the moment, and it's caused an absolutely political uproar in the storm here about uh, about that. That is unbelievable. Now, usually a, a leader will cut the sh- vacation short when there's some kind of a big you know problem at home. Is there any indication that he is going to you know fly home and take control of the whatever he can do to to uh, help the the recovery, the firefighters, anything else, or is he is he holding fast to to his holiday plans? Well, this morning he was spotted in an elevator in Waikiki by uh, a fellow Aussie. Uh, but there is uh, a lot of uh, talk that he's going to be making his way back. But he's actually apologized for any offense that he's caused by being away at this really distressing time. And you know, I, can't I can't overestimate how bad things are here. We've had um, 800 buildings lost to, to the fires in the state of New South Wales, where Sydney is. And that's before today, the most catastrophic day potentially of the summer. So there's strong winds, there's a lot of dry bush, bushland, and there are all the elements for a, a catastrophic day. Let's hope that doesn't happen, but it really is distressed. Jason, what do we know? Uh, has there been any loss of life, of human life? I'm sure, you know, anytime a big fire like this happens, or, or indeed just the heat itself, because that can have a devastating uh, toll on especially the young and the old. Uh, what do we know about people that have been physically affected by this? Surprisingly, there hasn't been a lot of people who have died from this directly by being burnt. There's, there's been just you know a handful of fatalities. There was uh, someone who was driving yesterday and was engulfed by flames and, and was killed sadly. But obviously, the concern will we increase as the temperatures rise throughout the summer. But the really disturbing thing is that you know the temperature, average temperature in Australia, has warmed by over one degree Celsius since 1910, and that doesn't sound much, but because of the you know, the loading of the atmosphere with extra greenhouse gases, 
by the burning of fossil fuels. We've seen this sort of transformation. And as you know, I, I arrived back in Australia just a few months ago after living away for 25 years. And I can definitely notice how things are different. You know, I spend my time between Sydney and, and Brisbane. And I just bumped into some Singaporeans here in Brisbane earlier today. And they're saying, yeah, you thought you came here for better air quality, but it's not like that anymore, is it? And, you know, where my mum lives in, in Sydney, there's always this haze, this kind of horrible smoky fog around over the last few weeks. And uh, it's just really distressing for a lot of Australians. And some people are even considering if this is something that's going to continue you know, am I going to consider moving somewhere else like yeah. New Zealand? Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. And, and of course, New Zealand has uh, recently uh, indicated that they, they're not so keen on all the immigration issues. So uh, that would be interesting as well, a, a story for another day. Uh, but Jason, yeah, let's talk about the, the mood. And, you know, I read one statistic that said that this main fire is, if you put them all together, basically the size of Singapore in terms of its scope. And this must, you know, the psychological impact on people just to look up and see the yellow sky. And to, it's kind of like when we have the haze here in Singapore that you know so well after your many years living here in Singapore. Are people kind of visibly depressed about what's happening or, or worried? Definitely. People or worried? are very, de- yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. People are very worried. You know, even in Queensland where I am, and this is where the fires aren't so bad at the moment. There are 70 fires burning, you know, just in the state of Queensland, where Brisbane and the Gold Coast is. A lot of Singaporeans will know that. But what's what's been an interesting development is that Matt Keane, who's the Environment Minister for the state of New South Wales, from the Conservative Party there, the Liberal National Party Coalition, has come out and actually directly linked the problems we're having to climate change. And that is against what, you know, Scott Morrison and the federal government have done. They haven't really been very clear-cut about and the link between all these fires and the, and the drought and, and uh, climate change. So we are seeing a, a groundswell of support for putting one plus one to equals two together to say, yes, this is perhaps related to fire, to, to climate change, and we need to do something about it because it's only going to get worse. Jason, what as we look forward now, the fire services, they must be overstretched and tired and, and everything else at this point. But are they giving any estimates as to when they might get all of this under control and see some, you know, some, some bright spot here? Sadly, no. And we had a, in New South Wales yesterday, we had a, a fire chief saying, listen, there's a good chance that if you have a fire in your house, we're not going to be able to get a fire truck to you because that's how stretched that we are. There's no end in sight and things are just going to get worse. And as you know, in, in Australia, just like other countries in the U.S., the, the weather moves across the country, it moves from the west to the east. So, you know, yesterday it was South Australia, then it was Victoria in the eastern, southern eastern states, and now it's New South Wales and it's going to be moving up and up. So it's almost like every state goes through this little, uh, you know, trauma, you know, and it Week after week, it's happening, and people having to live with this as a, a daily reality of their lives here. It, it really is concerning, and I think if anyone listening has Australian friends, they should definitely send them a message and maybe let them know that they're in their thoughts, because it is affecting even suburban areas of Sydney, where I grew up. You know, People are, are very concerned about their houses, because, wow. as you know, Aussies love to live near you know, forests and, and bushland. Yeah. Now, Jason, we can't underestimate the, the human tragedy and, and the loss to property and, and, and people's health and all that. And we, we don't want to minimize that in any way, shape or form. But the other thing we do have to, you know, to ask about is, is tourism. I mean, the holiday season is here. This is typically one of the biggest uh, holiday seasons, you know, summertime uh, in Australia at winter at Christmas. Do we have any indication if this is impacting the inflow of tourists or, you know, are people changing their plans? Any updates on that? 
I think it's a bit early to say that, but the, the Gold Coast, which a lot of Singaporeans are familiar with, which is quite close to where I live in, in Brisbane, we have seen some effects there. In fact, uh, you know, the hinterland inside from the coastal area of the Gold Coast, the Binabara Lodge, which is an historic you know, inland hinterland rainforest lodge, stood for almost a century. It was burnt to the ground, you know, a few weeks ago. So that was somewhere that Singaporeans would go after, you know, enjoying the beach. They'd drive 45 minutes mm. uh, inland to, to, Ma- yeah. to Binnaburra. But I, I think we have to really be concerned about the, the perception the world will have about Australia as a, a clean air and, and a pristine place because it, it's not like that at the moment, sadly. And I, I know that um, people working in tourism are concerned about uh, how that might impact things going forward. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Our thanks to Jason Dacey, of course, the founder of Cockatoo Media, journalist, former host of Weekend Mornings. Jason, thank you so much for, for coming on to give us the update. Thank you, Glenn. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.